Well, hello there and welcome to the Blind Side Podcast. I'm your host, David Beamer, coming to you from Louisville, Kentucky. Bedtime routines. I'm hoping that if you're listening to this, that you're going to tell me that I'm not alone. When it comes to bedtime routines and kiddos, ah, it is the epitome of frustration for me frequently. I'm not going to say all the time. There are definitely some nights where, that are better than others, but... You know, I think by the end of the day, I'm just, uh, I'm, and I know that there's a ton of science around willpower and later in the day and how that diminishes. And um, I just believe that I am out of social and emotional energy by the end of the day. And uh, my girls, I love them to death. But when it comes to bedtime, um, I, it is just, I just get frustrated a lot easier when it comes to bedtime. Like by 9 30, 10 o'clock at night, I get up at five every day and, um, I'm just, I, I get frustrated a lot easier in the evenings I recognize. And so, uh, and, and you know, when we talk about patterns and routines, like it's, it's something that, that, uh, I talk about frequently, especially with clients that, you know, our, our habits and our patterns, um, well, it dictates all of our outcomes in life, right? All of our results that we get in, in whatever area of life, whether it be business, whether it be our, our relationships that matter to us, whether it be in our health and our body, uh, whether it be in our spiritual well-being, like all, every result that we have is governed by and dictated by the habits that we have in our lives, the patterns that we have in our life, um, our routines. And I think that... The, I believe, at least my perspective on it is, is that our morning routines really set our perspective for the day. And they they will either make us or break us, the things that we focus on in the morning. But I also believe, I also believe in, in consideration over the events that happened the other night, um, I also believe that our evening routines are extremely powerful as well. And and what I mean by that is if, if we have a, a bad experience right before going to bed, I think it affects our sleep. It affects, you know, if it's with, so for me, oftentimes it's fussing at the girls and trying to get to bed at a decent time. Um, And in that, you know, maybe they don't get a good night's sleep and I don't get a good night's sleep. And because you're frustrated, you go to bed frustrated and then there's tension in the relationship and it's unresolved. And so then you wake up with that tension. And so anyway, it has kind of a compounding effect. And so for me, um, you know, last night i you know, I didn't do too well. I I was frustrated with the girls. I was fussed. Now, I'm not saying that they're like perfection is not the goal here, right? So I don't mean to insinuate that, but the goal is to be aware of our actions and aware of our where our emotions are and our energy is. And um, you know, for me, I I I try to be really aware of that, and I and I want to be intentional about that. And I don't always, I'm not always the greatest at it, but I'm. I'm aware of it. And that's why I come here. Like everything that I share, the the little notes that I share up. So like this morning I, I posted, you know, uh, leadership requires space and ownership requires choice. And, and it was out of this bedtime routine lesson that I post that up. And what I got out of that was that in order for me to lead them, in order for me to lead them, I can't show up angry. Right? When I show up with tension and I show up frustrated and I'm raising my voice and I'm short patienced, I can't teach them. I can't coach them through that. And there's absolutely times where, you know what, raising your voice is necessary. But this wasn't a conversation about being right or wrong. This was simply a conversation of, 
I wanted them in bed because I was tired and I was ready to go to bed. And that's my emotional energy being low, being on empty, that causes me to react that way, right? That's, that's the awareness piece of it. And then the ownership piece of it, right? The ownership piece of it is recognizing that when I show up that way, I'm not going to get any resolve. Like, I'm not going to get a different result. My kids are going to mind, right? The girls are going to mind. They are going to follow a direction because it's dictated to them. And and they're going to go to bed, right? But they haven't learned anything in that, right? They haven't learned anything in that other than just, you know, if, if I'm trying to create an opportunity for them to figure out a routine that sets them up for success, and not being dictated to, then I have to create space and I have to lead them and help them understand, like, this is why it's important. Maybe we should start getting ready earlier and set up, I need to set up the environment for them to be successful, not for me to dictate to them. So that's what I meant by the leadership. Leadership, you got to lead requires creating space because if I show up angry, if I show up frustrated, if I show up with my emotional energy on a zero, then I can't lead from that place. And same holds true, I'll have you consider, the same holds true for business. That when you show up short patience, when you show up full of judgment, show up, show up full of bias, that you can't see, I can't see how to properly lead in that experience. And what I meant by ownership is a choice, requires choice, is that if, if I dictate to my girls exactly what they need to do all of the time, then they can never fully have ownership over their own experience. They cannot have ownership over creating the right routine for them, for them to be successful. That if it's dictated to them, it's not something they can own, right? And if they don't own it, then ultimately that's not sustainable. In order for something to be sustainable, it has to be owned. You know, you hear in business, buy-in, buy-in this, buy-in that. Like buy-in is absolutely necessary. But I like the word ownership better. So when I coach, I coach through two two main pillars on the individual, and that's awareness and ownership. And and you can expand those principles as it relates to families. As we we coach on a strategic family, and we and we talk and train about uh, about having a strategic family and what that looks like. Ownership is absolutely a necessity. Like it is, it is a necessity. Um, buy-in is one thing. Ownership is powerful. Because you own the experience, you own the results of that. You also are able to own what is necessary to change to get a better result, to get a different outcome. And from that place, change, lasting, sustainable change can occur. Results that you're actually after can occur that way. They can't occur from a place of being dictated to. They can only occur from a place where they have choice and where they have ownership. And so that's what I've got for you today. I appreciate you tuning in. If this resonated, if it helped, please share. Leave a review. Please share with somebody you love. Um, I just, I absolutely love this stuff. And it's literally, it is me. It is me making mistakes. And it's trying to share those in such a way that it's relevant and impactful for somebody else. So um, maybe you can take a little nugget away and you can apply it. And it helps with your relationships with with your family and with business as well. Um, So Thanks again for being here and until next time.